Man, you do not look like Mike, buddy. Uh, no, not even a little bit. Not even <laughs> a little bit. Dude, we had some football, and we had – like, I mean, thanks to you, I was able to come on and, and, and watch the fourth quarter with you and Jonathan. Uh, and I was on with Alberto watching the first half. Dude, that was the most fun I've had watching a preseason game in a long time. It's It's been a minute, right? It has been a minute that since I have – Ended a preseason game with something that felt like confidence, which Progress, is odd. Yeah. I mean, this, any, I mean, any of that was, uh, yeah. So it's been fun, man. And, and watching the rest of the division, hmm, yeah, we're, we're going to talk about it. So uh, let, let's, get, <laughs> let's get into it. And welcome in, folks, to episode 118 of Out of Your Falcon Mind, Atlanta Falcons Fan Cast. My name is John, your host, coming to you from the In the Clutch studios here on Variety Sports Network. Check out In the Clutch, put in the code Variety Sports and get 10% off any item in, at In the Clutch. So that's some cool stuff, man. Check them out whenever you get a chance. Um, as I said in the little intro there, we got JR from Pound for Pound, ATL tonight joining me. Uh, Mike was, he's been under the weather today and well, mostly the week, the whole weekend. So he, he just didn't have the energy today to come on. And if Mike doesn't have the energy, you don't want Mike on because Mike's going to sit here and probably fall asleep. He may <laughs> fall out of his chair. So Mike just needs to get his rest and, uh, and get, get, get better. But, um, happy to have JR here joining me, man. Cause I will be sitting here talking to the screen by myself and that's just not fun. So thanks buddy. Yep. Hey man, no problem. I, uh, I have had to talk to the screen by myself. Yeah. Uh, and no, it's not fun. I mean, the chat is great as yeah, it always it is. is. And hello to chat and everybody in there, but, uh, yeah, no talking to the screen by yourself is no bueno. Agreed. Agreed. So yeah, much appreciate you coming through, man. And, uh, like I said, thank everybody for who's here uh, on a Sunday, uh, as we're going to recap the Dolphins game and get into some other, obviously news that came out today about the team and uh, we'll look at the other NFC South teams and what happened over this weekend. Um, if you're new to the channel, make sure you hit the sub uh, subscribe button for us. We're at seven fifty seven, eight, nine, something like that. So we're creeping up, creeping up. Yeah, man. Hitting toward, trying to hit toward a thousand. So, and if you're here, hit the like button for us. This helps us get out to more Falcons fans, makes it easier for them to find us on YouTube. If you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, just drop a five-star review it helps us grow on those platforms as well. And we much, much appreciate it. Um, yeah, man. So getting into the news of the day, uh, we signed, well, first came out, we fi- we signed Frank Genda, uh, you know, uh, I, just Genda or Genda. I didn't even hear. I mean, I, I have not heard anybody like physically say his name. So Genda yeah, sounds, you know, about just right. reading okay. sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, so I did a little, little, just real quick. I mean, the, I looked at, you know, some highlights from, uh, from this past season and yeah, six, one, two thirty. you know, got some size to him, got some twitch to him. Uh, just a real quick run on him. 115 tackles last year. He, he was the USFL defensive player of the year. Should say that, uh, three interceptions was second in the lead, six pass breakups, seven tackles for loss and two sacks. Uh, he was all USFL defensive team, four time defensive player of the week. And like I just said, defensive player of the year. So some nice little, you know, little awards for him. Nice, uh, nice numbers for him. I mean, it is the USFL. It's a different animal in the NFL. 
been here. Said, do we consider that being like the best guy on a like division three team? You know, kind of like yeah. uh, you know Kaminsky was uh, back, you know, a couple years back. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to say. You know, I mean, it's like it, I, I assumed the. Well, we all kind of assumed that you know, and we've talked about it before. The linebacking core being the little, the one we're not quite sure about, you know, on the team. So I just kind of figured initially, like, okay, we're just bringing another body, and that's great. You know, the more depth, right. better, more yeah, competition, right. better. You know, I knew there had to be a corresponding move, but I didn't really figure it would be Michael Walker until it was Michael Walker. And in the same sense, I really wasn't blown away either because he didn't show anything really good on Friday night. Uh, he didn't have a, he hasn't had a great camp. Uh, he kind of declined in play last year from the beginning to the end of the season. Um, you know, and we've talked about it on the show before. I mean, I'm, he's played three different positions since he's been here. I understand like it's been a, he hasn't had the easiest of. No, I mean, his career. I get it. He's um, under what, you know, three different defensive coordinators, three different yep. schemes and philosophies, um, which is never easy, but, uh, and also like his deal in college, something I tweeted out, when we drafted him and then over the off season, like even in college, he played all over the place. So it it very well seems like he was a person who was victim of not honing his skills, like being forced to play everywhere and in different positions, never really gave him a chance to like fully like hone in. Mm -hmm. At least that's a thought. Yeah, no, I I agree. And I mean, you know, it just seems like you and I were talking before the show is, like you figure he would have stuck around just for depth of nothing else, just to have a right. body there in the case, worst case scenario. Um, you know, Nate Lamons obviously outperformed him so far. Who's probably probably jumped him in the roster anyway, as far as the depth, the depth chart. But um, you know, I, they have to be, I mean, you looked at Spotrack to see who was out there. It's Rashawn Evans and nobody else really. Yeah. It's um, Jared Davis. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, Rashawn Evans, Jared Davis and, that's about it. Like, unless you want a 32 year old Kyle Van Noy. Right. Like, like everybody yeah. else is out there is like north of 30. Mm-hmm. And, and so you got to figure that Terry and the, and the, and the crew, they're looking at saying, you know what, there might be some more cuts uh, coming this, this preseason, which there will be. I mean, all these teams have to cut down. They're going to let, let go some guys. There may be some good guys that are let go. That could be a fit. You know I mean? That's, that's, that's going to be, you know, and, and the trades obviously a possibility as well, but, you know, I don't think they're they're going to be done adding to that room, especially not knowing what you're going to get out of Jinta yet. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, it's hard to think because I think with cutting Walker, that pushes them closer to – I think I saw uh, Everett say uh, – Everett Glaze, if any of y'all yeah. follow him, uh, said somebody that pushes them closer to like $12 million in cap space. So That's right, because he was going to be due, what, two-plus two million this year? Yeah, 2.9, I think. So, like, yeah. that – that gives them some some room if they wanted to go get somebody. If there's a team out there that has some, you know, more depth at linebacker that maybe they don't need, and um, you know, I I don't think it'd be past Terry to trade a fifth round pick for something that might help us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, and you know, Michael Rostein tweeted out earlier just the folks that weren't spotted at unpadded practice today, and it was. Uh, CP, Frank Darby, Drew Dahlman, Matt Hennessy, Michael Walker, of course, um, Cornell Armstrong, Akuda, and Mike Hughes, of course. He, and he said that uh, Patterson, Darby, and Hughes, um, the coach, coach Smith said that, you know, that he had, they had just like soft tissue injuries and it was, right. they'd be out a week and they, it was no, no big deal, which I kind of wondered about 
Darby because he only got, I think, six or seven snaps, you know, in the game mm-hmm. on, on Friday. And I thought he needs to he need to be in there a lot more <laughs> than that. But for, it sucks for him because he does not need an injury. Uh, no, pre-season. not right now. He doesn't no. need one. Um, like I, I know when we were out there last Saturday up at training camp, uh, before they took off to Miami, you know, he was actually rotating in with, with Ritter throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. So if you want to consider that to be like the ones, you know, he was rotating in there and catching balls from him. So no, he doesn't need a, uh, anything that's any kind of setback right at the moment. No, not at all. And a few more guys, and this is courtesy of uh, Joe Patrick, I think, at 929. Uh, Drew Dahlman was also out. Cornell Armstrong also out with various soft tissue issues as well. So they said not a really big deal there. So, uh, yeah, I mean, not not something you want to hear um, overall. But, you know, going into the second week where most of your starters are going to definitely be out there, as from what Coach Smith said after the game, um, you know, you hope everybody's healthy so you can see the full version of what we got, especially your center. You like, you like, you like to see Drew, yeah, that, Drew out there. I mean, that worries me with, with Hennessy on the sidelines and now Drew Dahlman. Not like it obviously doesn't sound like it's anything serious, but right. it might keep him out of the game on Friday. And if that's the case, like, are you going with Ryan Noozel? Who <laughs> he played well, though. Uh, I mean, he played well from, yeah. from what I, uh, like I said, I'm trying to see his his uh yeah, his PFF score at center was a 70. So yep. and 82 at pass blocking. So I mean, I mean yeah, I thought he did well for the time he was in there, man. I mean, that was uh, and, we'll, and we'll go through, you know, the good and bad as well from the game. So um before we do that, let's jump in the chat real quick. Larry the Dixon Way, what's going on, man? Good to see you. I right? said first and damn, dude, 12 15. Yeah, you sure were. Um huh? first in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> make sure y'all check out larry though man he's got a great him and his wife man put on a great show miss pam what's going on yeah almost mike yeah. <laughs> ark what's up buddy said yeah man bye bye michael walker that's that's true yeah ark said, hey, jr yeah there Wait. we go <laughs> got wound in here what's going on man wound. good to see you buddy jamal what's happening man jay diaz what's going on appreciate you ark yeah he'll be good buddy he he'd be all right What's going on, Chase? Make sure y'all check out Dirty Fanatics United too, man. Chase and his new show, tearing it up. Trying to get through a few more people here. Jordan, what's going on, dude? Good to see you, man. They did look good, but they did look good. Ma said, thank God he ain't starting for us. No, he wasn't going to start anyway, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I thought he would be the first backer off the bench, but yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What's going on, Chris? I need, I need to go watch that mic'd up. That's a reference to that Ryan Newsle mic'd up. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Yeah, I haven't either. Apparently, somebody was thrown up in the. <laughs> I don't know. I have to figure it's out. Hot down was. there, man. It's hot. You got to make sure you hydrate, man. It's hot down there in South Florida, man. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> he just couldn't get it, dude, I guess. I mean, was, they've. Yeah. Uh, they, I mean, Arthur, especially now Ryan uh, Nielsen. Like they've kind of laid it down. Like, yeah, they've, I mean, if you if you ain't gonna perform, if you ain't gonna work, if you can't if you can't grasp it quick enough, they ain't gonna hang around, man. Especially with a two point nine million dollar <laughs> paycheck coming your way. If you're not no. if you're not getting it, then man, yeah, yeah, you got like, yeah, if you're not picking it up, if you're not, you know, carving a role out, a true role, whether that role is a backup role, if you're not carving out a solid role at yeah. this point, you got to ride. I mean, exactly. You know, we ain't got time to mess around. 
Chase said, in my opinion, Tay Davis' performance last night kind of helped push Walker out the door. Tay wasn't bad. He had a few spots where he missed some. I I read that earlier, and I was like, I had to remember because I wasn't, like, super impressed with uh, what Tay Davis – he looked slow, if that makes any sense. He looked like he was moving through mud at some certain times. Yeah, I mean, you know, special teams guy, Cleveland for the most part. You know, you don't want him to be on the field all the time for your – you know, I mean – you you want that that's for sure being a depth type of dude, man. Um, Mark said by trust the process. That's right, man. Gotta trust those guys. They were there every oh, day. Yeah. I mean, checking them out. Carrie, what's up? Hope everyone has a great weekend. I know I did seeing our Falcons get a W in person on Friday in Miami. That's yeah, that was awesome. She was down there watching it. Oh, uh, with, jealous. Uh, with Lisa as well. Yeah, man. Lisa Lisa Shepard was down there checking it out. Um, man, it was a great 24 hours. Dude. We had that. And then the Braves, what they did to the Mets. Oh my God. Was that just was amazing. Was just, they I mean, scored more points than the Falcons did. Dude, I think I tweeted it's like 34 to 34 to 6 in three games. They've that outscored is, them. Just amazing. That is so nuts. and then they got we got you got Yanni Carinos pitching tonight. So they may try to give back give one away. We'll see. Um anyway, giving game sports. What's up, buddy? Good to see you, dude. Make sure y'all check out Given Game Two. He said he hasn't had he hasn't had a great camp yet. Didn't look good in preseason game. Yep. Also got a starting spot took last year. So I mean, what do you yeah, exactly? Yeah, he just hasn't been consistent, man. That's that's been the that's been the problem, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Miss Pam says his heart was not in it. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. And Dixon Way said, Was it Phyllis? Go get Evans. He <laughs> I don't dude, I think it's more than that. I think we got I think that's we're we're coming to a money situation. I think uh, I think if he wanted to be here, he would have been here by now, in my opinion. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting now. I wonder now with you know, if they said, okay, look, you know, obviously Walker wasn't going to make it. They did bring in um, Ganada, but they, that's got to be like a vet minimum type yeah, oh, yeah, signing. Like you, yeah. you know, so it wouldn't surprise me if, if there was more incoming with linebackers. I'm not saying Rashawn, but mm-hmm. I can't see them sitting pat going, all right, we swapped out, you know, Michael Walker for a, a USFL player and we're good to go now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's no way they're not making any more moves. And, um, right. you know, and like I said, I mean, yeah, Rashawn, like he just said, he had, he led the team in tackles. Actually, he may want some more money. <laughs> he right. may want some, uh, so, you know, and I understand, you know, I get it. But I don't expect him to – I just thought if they were going to sign him, he would have been here well before now because, yeah. they would, you know, and, and get him entrenched in that defense because he was he would not be coming here to, to be a death piece. He'd be coming here to be a starter. So, I mean, I, you know, that's – you want you get your starters in here as soon as possible. So I don't know. That's just not it's not what I'm seeing. False start. What's up, brother? Good to see you, dude. Uh see you. William Amy. What's going on, dude? Yeah, man. We we're just talking about it. He is gone, man. Bubba Gump. What up, mood? Bubba. All right. All right. So man, let's get into the game. Uh yes, sir. When we saw that the starters weren't gonna play uh at all, um, you know, it was uh I was kind of surprised. I kind of thought, you know, maybe they would give him a series or two, but at the same time, I understand really what does a series or two really do? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, as far as in the game, you know, is it, is it going to, it's not going to develop that much more chemistry, you know what I mean? Like it's, they're, they're doing, and what Art said, you know, they got a, they got a good look during the practice, their practices during the week with the Miami uh, McDaniels at the same thing. I'm sure they were like, Hey, you know, we've seen what we need to see from our, these guys during these practices. Let's just let our guys chill and then we'll play him next week. Um, so I was bummed because I wanted to see him. I wanted to see right. Bijan out there. I wanted to see Dez out there. I, want, I mean, I'm sure everybody did. They all, they all want to see the, the studs out there doing their thing. Um, so when I found that out, 
all my focus shifted to the defense because I didn't expect Jack from the offense. Um, and pleasantly, I was surprised, man. Logan Woodside came and shut out a little bit, made some yeah. dang good throws. Uh, Godwin Igwebuke came out, ran a ball like a monster. Um, I mean, you had between him and Washington, you had over 100 yards rushing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, which is, I think, a more like every coach has their goals. And I would very much imagine that Arthur wants to break, you know, a hundred yards rushing every game. Oh yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know. So, uh, for sure. You know, and, and, and we already mentioned Ryan News at center. I thought he played well, obviously you, you already said his PFF came out, you know, good. Um, you know, so it, it was, I mean, I, I just, you know, again, I wanted to see what kind of depth we had on the defense and man, did they come through that, um, that secondary, Man. Like, when was the last time you seen second or third stringers give give you a coverage sack? I mean, Nate I Landman had time to like loop all the way around the field mm-hmm. and track down. Um, oh, who was Mike White? You mm-hmm. know, track down Mike White and bring him to the ground. And I was like, I was stunned. Yep. I, I, I've never seen that. Like. Yeah, and Tua said it during the week. He said, you know, those defensive backs are swarming out there. He said they are a tough bunch to go against, you know. And, you know, it's a kind of a throwaway comment in the middle of the week during practice. But then you look at the game and you're like, oh, okay. I right. see exactly what he was talking about. You know, and to to see the the second level, third level guys on the line uh, get pressure makes – I mean, what, we had five sacks? Yes, you had what? five sacks. You had three takeaways. Like, that was, uh, uh you know – it was very much like a bend but don't break type deal. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. being aggressive, which lends itself to getting chunk plays, but it also lends itself to getting more turnovers and getting more sacks. And mm-hmm. like a few years back, you know, we we talked up the uh, Ledford effect on the offensive line, which showed itself last year and hopefully continues to show itself this year. Now I'm wondering if we're going to get the the Jerry Gray effect on the secondary. Yeah, I would not doubt it because, I mean, did, did you see his little 15-minute interview last week on uh, uh-huh. the channel? Yeah, go back and watch it because it's um, it was down in Miami, but you just kind of – it's the first time I've heard him speak since he's, you know, came to the Falcons. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can just tell, man, like he's one of those guys. Um, and I, and Treshawn said it on our last show, you know, when he speaks, they listen, like people right. listen, like he just, yes. he's one of those guys that commands the respect. He's been in the league, he's been there, done that at a high level coached for, you know, half longer than these guys have been alive. He's been coaching right. the majority of them. So, you know, his impact is going to be just, I think, huge on that back end. But yeah, like you, you mentioned the, the team stats, I mean, you know, they out, they outgained us 317 to 227, you know, we had two big fourth down stops, you know, in the red zone, which again, just stopping Huge. him in the red. Just, just stop. I mean, just those that alone. Like I said, I don't care if it's the second, third, fourth team. I tweeted it out. I think when we, when I was on with you guys, man, I'm enjoying this so damn much. I don't even care. It's a preseason game. Just seeing that, because look, we've when we've watched preseason games in the past, for the most part, it's our second and thirds getting just dog walked right. down the I, field. I don't, I don't know how many times I've come on, you know, in the like six years or plus that I've been doing this now after a preseason game and made the statement that, well, when our starters were in, we were winning. Exactly. And like having to spin it in a sense of you could have like stopped watching the game and, you know, after the starters went out. Uh, but no, this time it was like all the way through. It was a, it was a daggum good game. 
Yeah, I mean, it was like us watching our ones last year. I think I even said it on your stream. Like, it's almost mm -hmm. kind of what it seemed like, you know. I mean, that, but it was just so different, dude. Seeing the line being as aggressive as they are, just in every spot, like everybody just like you could just feel it. It was just different, you know. And, and it was just good to see everything that we saw when we were at camp, and everything that we've heard from other folks that were at camp every day translate to a game, you know, like actually, mm -hmm. you know, be be translatable on the field. Um, but you know, they look at the time possession they had they held the ball longer than we did um but they were only three for ten on third down and that's i mean a great for our defense any any defense that we put out there that's great uh yep. and then over two like i said on fourth down so i mean just just to see you know it was obviously it was a pretty until the fourth quarter it was six nothing you know and then we do our thing and uh, i wrote down some guys and it was a lot more it was a lot more on defense um but, you know, I had to shout out, man. I mean, I thought DeMarco Hellams had a great day. Very uh, good day, yeah. And he, I think he actually, if I'm not mistaken, he led the team in snaps um, on defense. Um, yeah, he had 61 snaps. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and, he was uh, like, he's a guy, and I made this comment today uh, to a, uh, a Bama fan at church. Uh, we were talking about the, the Falcons game, and, you know, he obviously, because of Hellams, he was like, oh, Hellams hmm. looked good, and – I said, you know what? I said, it wouldn't surprise me one bit if Helms keeps playing like this, that he might be the reason we don't re-sign Jalen Hawkins. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I don't know if he'll push Hawkins out of playing time this year, but, you know, if he does, if he continues progressing, he may be the reason why we don't bring Hawkins back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you know, to get him when we got him, you know, in the seventh round, and like I said before, I mean, obviously I'm a little bit of a homer because I'm a Bama fan, but I mean – Again, you don't you don't become a captain at Alabama and lead a team in tackles, you know, to, and be a slouch. I mean, you know, they, they do can play. He's always around the ball. Um, so yeah, I mean, he, he could he could easily, I think, if he continues that path, you know, do what you said. Uh, Natron Brooks, I thought, had a good game when he was yep. in there. Yeah, Natron um, Brooks, um, Borders, Breon Borders, Breon man, had Borders a, had an amazing game. Freaking fifty six snaps and eighty four point uh, six defensive grade. On, uh, um, on PFF, it was a little bit up up in the chat. It was a uh, our buddy Chris says, uh, "Can Breon Borders beat beat out Cornell Armstrong over the next two preseason games? Like, if he keeps playing like this, he could, you know, very well, uh, you know, end up taking his spot, uh, which would be an interesting uh, turn of events there. But he Big time. he played well." Given games, so don't be surprised if Mike Hughes might be next. I feel like he hasn't been looking very good either. Everything I read about Mike in this preseason hasn't been great. Um, you know, and then uh, if he's got another soft tissue injury, and they're paying him a nice little chunk. Yeah. So if he's not going to carve out like a pretty prominent role, I can't imagine. I don't know. I, honestly, I, I just don't know what's going to happen there. Um, because but, they were, when they, they brought him in expressly to be the nickel. Exactly. Now, uh, you know, given that Akuda was banged up a little early, yeah, you know, and then Clark Phillips gets banged up, you know, he might stick around just on that purpose. But no, I mean, with the way D. Alford played, which I'm assuming we'll get get to here in a little bit, but um, with the way he played, yeah, Mike Hughes' days might be numbered. Yep, Uncle Steve, what's up, dude? They say, guys, excited, hype. Let's go, Michael Walker. There's always Uber, buddy. Hey man, or lift or lift. Well, hey, know. yeah, lift. I mean, yeah, it doesn't have there's, to be. There's man. options. And Uncle Man, I'm sorry I missed your show earlier. He was on he was on earlier for I've been uh 
I was actually taking a nap too because I, I don't know if y'all can tell my kid brought home some junk from school it was the first week of school last week so it was just it's like clockwork he gets whatever's out there and then uh shared it with me and his mom so yeah but I'm, I'm all right just a little bit of uh, a <laughs> little bit of sore throat but i'm here um <laughs> but no nah, man yeah i mean get it was wait well sorry getting back to the uh where were we at oh yeah so yeah trey flowers had a pretty good game um at the corner he had 33 total snaps we already mentioned uh nate lamb and uh timmy horn buddy somebody you and i've talked about before oh yeah dude timmy horn uh as far as like on that d-line a part of that that d-line rotation um you know he he stood out and was looking real nice him and huggins um what is what is oh yeah albert huggins Huggins. big albert huggins man what he had a i think he He was an 84.7 yeah, the as far as BFF, BFF score. <laughs> like he had a sack, a couple hits, a hurry, yeah. some tackle. Like, yeah, he was he twenty-eight was snaps too. I mean, yeah, he, he was very. Uh, I mean, he but he's somebody that has like been with Nielsen in the past, mm-hmm. uh, but then had an injury which kept him out. So, um, uh, I was, Huggins is a guy I'm um, interested in seeing how his preseason continues. Yeah, big me. I mean, me, me big time too. And then, of course, we can't not mention D. Alfred, man. I mean, oh man, looking dude. good. And then, then taking that punt return back. And I don't want to blow my horn too much. Blow it, bro. But, but <laughs> when we were at camp, D was in that group returning. And I, was, mm. me and Mike and, you know, spoke saying, I was like, dude, I was like, D looks solid back there returning these punts. I was like, he might, he might legit have a shot. And then he just takes that one, what, 79 yards back? Yep. And I was like, yeah, well, I told you. Yeah, no, he was – uh, yeah, he's a guy that I've been, you know, wanting to see succeed and rooting for ever since, like, he was popping out at camp or at, you know, training camp and stuff last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too, dude. I, he's, you know, from, you know, local kid, mm-hmm. you know, obviously probably, you know, always been told he was too small, couldn't, you know, not big enough, and then – you know, all he's done since he's been here is make plays. So I must say, he went up to the CFL, balled out up there, mm-hmm. and then you know got a chance to. This like it definitely seems like Terry's philosophy is giving these you know some of these guys like a second chance, and you know, and yeah, trying to find those guys who are hungry to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you, you uh, referenced that tweet earlier from uh granada when he when he signed he's talking about like you didn't know what you all don't know what it took to get back here and maybe that was part of the deal with walker you know maybe walker wasn't showing that same kind of desire and fire and that that can help make a decision you know whether you keep a guy or not yeah i mean when he i saw that tweet from from dude i mean i was like that's perfect that's what you want to hear when somebody just signs you know like that he's put in the work and he's thankful and grateful but yet ready to get to work and you know earn a spot on the team and he, he's got to know that he's got to he's got to look at this linebacking core but like, i got an actual shot to make this team and be you know make a make a career out of you know for myself so that's got to yeah. be something he's thinking about um aaron cast said will kyle pitts finally be watching one this year no nope. <laughs> no he will be uh he'll be tied in but he'll be lined up probably multiple spots so oh yeah i mean yeah. he's yeah he's gonna be you know slot in line i don't think he's gonna do nearly the amount of blocking that he did last year i could be wrong on that but i don't think that that's going to transpire no no i don't think so either yeah jay slamus was out or jc layman was outperforming walker in camp yep yep he was mm-hmm. man i think so too no doubt about it um 
and then Ark said, I believe waiting for the end of the preseason to make some more key additions from other team. Yeah, agreed. There'll be good players cut from other teams, 100%. Yeah. Uh, if it's not going to be Evans, and that's definitely what's probably going to happen, man. So, um, and then just a few other guys on defense, man. Uh, AK, of course. Uh, it seemed like he was in there a lot, but he only played 25 snaps. Um, he was just in there at the end of the game, which made it seem, I think, like he was in there the entire game. Well, I think they were, uh, I think I've read something today talking about how they were wanting to get him pass rushing opportunities. Yeah. And so, you know, it that came in the fourth quarter where, you know, he got a sack. Sure did. So yep. nasty spin move, too. Yeah, it was good. Do you see that tweet of somebody did like the evolution of his spin move? Yeah. And I was like, Okay, all right, exactly. yeah. We've had somebody in the past that had a spin move as well. It wasn't near as effective, but he didn't really evolve his. I'm not going to say who it is because it's the, banned the, on this show. <laughs> um, Michael, think it doesn't just piss me off. I'm about to say, I think, I think he got me in trouble on Twitter. <laughs> uh, that's, that's right. That's, that's right. That was hilarious. Um, that was very good. Um, and then, what was it? Oh, yeah. And, dude, Mike Jones. Who? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, like that that dude came out of nowhere in a sense of wearing uh, 45 too. Yeah, wearing number 45, uh playing a weak side linebacker. He had like he made a handful of really good plays. Yeah. Um, you know, a couple total tackles, I mean, he had a sack, a hurry. You know, because you know that this team is looking for I say you know. You have a good feeling that this team is looking for a Caden Ellis. Like if you're going to be putting Caden Ellis in a full time starting role because you feel like he can do it, well then you're going to have to have somebody that you know fills that role, which is that you know sometimes rush linebacker that type of deal. And uh, you know Mike Jones looked looked pretty good on uh on Friday. Yeah, yeah, and I mean you know go back to my our buddy told us who's a huge LSU fan, the guy Chris who comes on here who's also a Saints fan, you know. He, Told us he said, dude, he's a ridiculous athlete. You know, he's fast and everything. He just he, he has no gap integrity whatsoever. You know, which can be taught, but um, you know, I mean, he or hid or hid. Yeah, if you, can, you know, exactly. if you if you're asking him, hey, look, man, I need okay. What we got to figure out is who's going to cover the flats because Miami they had to get the vast majority of their yards from like flat, mm-hmm. like tossing out there. But if he's a guy who's got enough athleticism to where you can say, hey, dude, this flat area is yours anybody that comes in here like that's you and then you know if you can get him doing that and then you know rushing the passer yeah you know that might be a good way to, to get him on the field and get him started agreed agreed and uh given game said we had had never had dealt like this not in my 37 years <laughs> i've been watching dude not on defense i don't i don't think so i mean it's yeah, I agree, man. But we're gonna say the way the reserve looked, I'm jacked to see the starters. Yeah, that's that's what that's what was so encouraging, I think, is you you saw like if the reserves have bought in this much and they're ma- and they're out there being this aggressive, like my gosh, like what can the what can the deep what what can the starters look like, you know, when they're out there? Um yeah, and Ark said Coach Ryan just may be the truth and don't forget Coach Dre. Hundred percent, man. No, yeah, you can't yeah, you can't forget, you know, I, I thought that that was a very smart pairing. Mm-hmm. You're pairing a guy who has, to my knowledge, other than maybe a little bit of time in college, never been a DC. You're promoting him to DC, so like pair him with somebody who's got all the experience in the world. Yep. So, 
uh, Bubba Gump said, "Fist fans try bragging about their 300 plus total yards. Y'all scored three points. Yeah, yeah. I ain't worried about your yards out. if you can't cash nah. it in. Not at all, man. Like, and Miss Pam said, Hitman Helm and D. Alfred, my stars on the defense. Yep, and Godwin Ikabuke is my star on offense. 100. Yeah, yep. man. Yeah, I mean, hey, it's so our, our friends here from far on the bench, man. Good to see you guys. He said, "So, guys, we talked about our expectations for NFC South. We we're curious. Do you think that the level of play in the division will be better than last year?" Um. The division is a – so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. We're, we're going to get to the rest of the NFC South in a little bit. But JR's face says it's a lot right there. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Um, well, what you said earlier, actually, about us getting really excited to, in the past about our starters and then the, when, you know, when we or, or having to say, like, hey, our starters were good, but when they came out, that's kind of probably what the Saints fans are saying today. They got to be, right? I mean, I think they ended up winning that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know – it, it was looking rough for them for a little while with, with Jameis. Uh, like the Bucks was was looking pretty rough, and yeah. Bryce Young didn't necessarily like light it on fire when he was, you know, in the game. He took he's already taken a couple good like big hits. Yeah. Uh, so that's not good if you're a Panthers fan. No, no, yeah, and it was, um, yeah, it's it, it was it's fun to see. I mean, like it's unlike some fans of college teams, I can separate it. Like when, when my Alabama guys get to the league, if they're not on our team, Oh yeah. I hope you get, yeah. I hope you get nope. hammered. I mean, like, I mean, that's yeah. Know, uh, Bryce, I appreciate you at Bama man, but now you're a Panther. I hope we sack you 55 times and you, you know, throw four interceptions. Um, but, but uh, yeah, I mean, he didn't have a, well, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it in a second, but first off on the offense, just, you know, like I said, I didn't expect a lot from the offense. Um, but like Miss Pam said, I think Godwin had a really good day. Um, yeah. And watching his press his press conference afterwards, man, seems like a really good kid. Like has his head a like good head on his shoulders. Understands the opportunity that he has in front of him. Um, outperformed Carlos Washington, uh, for sure. So, you know. Uh, yeah, you just, could you could like tangibly feel the difference of Godwin's speed over oh, yeah. you know over uh, Washington's speed. Uh, he was a lot more like decisive. I think we need to get him at least for the time being. We need to get him a new number, though. I don't really like. I'm starting to get into this number thing that everybody's like really obsessed with. Uh, I didn't get it for a while, but uh, but seeing him as a number 42 running back, yeah. I was I was like, no, we we can't have that. Maybe he can pick up number three for the rest of the uh, preseason and, and yeah. go that route. Because yeah, looking at number 42 as a running back. Exactly. Real quick, I'm going to bring in your broadcast partner here. Mr. Jonathan hey. Holder, what's going what on? What up? <laughs> How's it going, everybody? What up, John? Kind of, kind of like Friday, but a little bit reversed. <laughs> just, just a little bit reversed. Yeah, appreciate you coming on too, buddy, at the, at the, uh, at the last know. minute, at the last minute. Um, so we were just talking about the offensive guys, and you know, good and bad. And um, it's funny, you know, Mike and I talk about PFF all the time, how it's we, – we don't necessarily – love it we don't use it as a as like the standard but it, it is a measure of which it's a all metric. players it's a, are graded on right right yeah, it is a metric thing, to use that's the only thing is they're all graded the same so you can use it <laughs> kind of that way um sometimes whatever their score is does not match the eye test uh okay. and we've seen that quite a bit and uh that's my point going into Jalen mayfield uh he gave they, he scored a 77 on the pff which was one of the high might have been the highest rated offensive now he probably had some good reps, but man, when he has bad reps, they are god awful. 
I don't know. It was something like during the game that that Jonathan can like speak on or whatever. It's like I don't know how many times we looked up and was like, "You're blocking no one. Like you're over here doing this, <laughs> or and just the plays are behind you, blown backwards." <laughs> well, you know, so, I mean, okay, so, so so I'll I'll say this when when, when we take a snapshot because I didn't necessarily see it like. And I haven't gone back and really like dived into the game. I've watched it a couple times, like in the background while I'm doing other stuff, just because I like listening to the Falcons win. Right. Um, but uh, when we see snapshots like that pop up on like Twitter, and they're like, "What are you doing, bro? Uh, you're you're over here just doing this." Uh, we again, from our perspective, yes, it looks like I'm over here. There's nobody in front of me. What am I doing? For mm-hmm. all we know, that is where he, he is supposed to be there. And if he tries to go somewhere else, that opens up for somebody else to do something. Now, yeah. I'm not saying that would have happened on that play. Maybe he could have gone somewhere else and nothing bad would have happened. But if in the if the coaches are literally drilling into his head, like for this particular play and this particular protection, this is where you are. And you stay there just to make sure nobody sneaks over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he might be doing something like that. Might. Now. Does it does it look good? No. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I mean, right. well, yeah. And there was there was one that uh, it's it's been on Twitter uh, that you know it, it looks like he was probably trying to block like a wide nine type of rush, and so he kind of really went out wide, and but it looked like he was literally like you just said, standing there not blocking anyone, not doing anything. Um, so yeah, that's some that stuff we're not we don't we're not going to know really, you know. Obviously, no, we're but, not. But privy but, to but the assignments. Was, no, but some, but when he was one on one with an end a few times, it was not even a match. It was not even a competition a few times. It was just he got shoved straight backwards. So, look, I mean, he kind of, you know, you could just chalk it to me. You chalk up the L on it and just say, hey, you know, if you're going to keep him on the roster, he's going to be a second, third level right tackle, and that's it. Yep. You know, yep. I, I don't, I don't see any type of, <laughs> of uh, any other way forward for him. I don't know. But well, yeah. the the only the only reason you keep him right now is. Like in my particular opinion, is for one, like you look out there and what's available, maybe what's available for what we can afford or what we're willing to pay right now for a backup because we have a right tackle. We're not going to go out and spend a bunch of money on another right tackle. Mm-hmm. So for the money that we're willing to spend on a right tackle right now, what's out there and is it better than what you already have? For one, and right. two, while yes, he's not the best offensive line player that we've got, obviously. Uh, the guy does know the system. The guy does know the call, the, the calls. The guy does know uh, the general philosophy of what the offense is wanting to do. So you drop him in, in an emergency situation at bare minimum, the guy at least knows what's going on. And it's just less coaching that has to go into it with getting somebody up to speed with what we're currently thinking. So, Cause uh, yeah. here's, like kind of what you're talking about with the snapshot stuff with uh with PFF, uh, um, you got like Jalen Mayfield had a 52 pass blocking grade. Just about just about to say, <laughs> but an 85 run blocking grade. Okay, so this mm-hmm. averages out to a 77. Mm-hmm. Now you go down and look at the other right tackle who played Tyler Vrabel. He had his overall was 58, but he had a 73 pass blocking and a 62 run blocking. So like you know what you, ahead, you kind of sit here and go like okay Vrabel was more consistent across the board but Mayfield had dominant run blocking. 
you know, he's good getting out in space. So like as a coaching staff, you just end up having to ask yourself which one is like more important in your backup role, you know? Yeah. And I was trying to find somebody tweeted out earlier uh, that it looked like Tyler Vrabel had replaced Mayfield today um, on the second team. Oh, okay. Well, maybe, well, maybe, maybe they looked at it and saw, because see, but that's where PFF gets people like scratching her head. You have exactly, you know, a 62 and a 73 and that averages out to a 58 where you have an 85 and a 52 and somehow that averages out to a 77, you know, it's like, it's just, that's what, that's why we say, uh, we use, you know, PFF as a metric, not the only metric or the metric. No, you know, it's exactly just it's right. just an easy way to uh, quantify it. Yep, exactly. And uh, as far as wide receiver five goes, how do you how do you guys after the game? Any, uh, anything changed? From I mean, Xavier do? Malone looked good. Yeah. Uh, like Scotty Miller had a couple like good plays. I, it was interesting to see Scotty Miller out there. Uh, to yeah. be honest, also too. Um, but you know, Malone looked good, and he, I think had Josh Ali caught that one bomb that hit him right in the hands. Yeah, like we'd be singing the praises of Josh Ali right now, yep, because yep. outside of that one play, he looked really good. Yeah, and that hurts. But, that hurts it does. when you're it, when you're trying to make a spot when you can't. You know, that's that was a perfectly thrown ball too, right in the bread yeah, basket, and it but, hit you yeah. right in the hands, and yep. you couldn't haul it in. And uh, was it uh, Xavier Malone that caught that uh, lollipop that uh, Woodside threw up and paid the price on it? Yes, it was Malone. It was, yeah, it was Xavier Malone who who you know caught that that hospital ball. And uh, so, like to me, the two wide receivers that stood out the most were uh, Malone and uh, Ali. So, like Darby had a couple chances, but wasn't really throwing a, a good ball. Yeah, and. I think that was about it, really. Like I like Dar- Darby. Like the very first pat, like very first pass he got was like uh, was was really bad. Uh, but that was that was like one of the worst throws from Whiteside all day. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I like him. Like, but I would uh, echo exactly what you said. Him, those two, but also like Penny Hart. We had a couple of uh, he had a couple of nice catches in traffic, like contested catches that were really. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm uh, I'm lucky rooting for Penny Hart because you know that's that's Georgia State's mama mater, so you know I got to root for the Georgia State guys. So. Oh, okay, hold just, on, hold on. Let, let me get this straight. I'm trying to get I'm trying. Uh, Georgia State's your alma mater, but you're an mm-hmm. Alabama guy. Yeah, because I'm, look, uh, Georgia State didn't have a football team for when I was in college. So this is how old I am. When I was in college, they put out a a uh, uh, was it you know, a little a poll? Uh, Would you support a football team? Oh no! <laughs> That's all I am. So I was like, "Yeah, of course I would. This would be great." You know, this is prior that we had a you know, and our basketball team basically played in a high school arena for the most part. Um, so yeah, uh, but no, I, I saw when I started watching football like about ninety one ish. That's when I became a Falcons fan. Right. Same same thing with college. Uh, you know, like the first game I really remember was the Alabama Miami national championship game, and I think ninety two, and uh, all my friends were Georgia fans. I was just like, I don't want to be. 
you know, the same. And so Alabama, I was like, yeah, I'll just jump on Alabama. So that's how that worked out. So, okay. yeah, I mean, and, you know, and look, Georgia State have played Alabama once, and we know what that's for. It's for Georgia State to make some money. Yeah, they, need, they, needed a, <laughs> they needed a new facility or something. Exactly. Uh -huh. So that's, that's you know, you don't have to worry about that. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, I'm rooting for Penny to make it, but, you know, we'll have to see what happens this week and, and going forward. But um, anybody, anything, anybody else, or before we move on, anything else stand out to you guys on offense? Like I said, to me, uh, I mean, I wasn't I I mean, looking at a few, a little bit they, of the They looked okay, like, operating the offense, like running. The one thing that did stand out, like, I tend to geek out on, uh, like, formations and things like that. So seeing the them, like, roll out, like, two-by-two two stacked formations, uh, and then that was interesting to me, something I want to dive into, which was, I was hoping to get the all 22 film, obviously not going to happen, but whatever. Uh, and not bitter at all. I am very oh. bitter, but anyway, um, between that and the, them doing that inside toss, mm -hmm. that was very interesting. Uh, and it was interesting that to me that they were doing it against Miami, which one of the first places that I saw using an inside toss like that was uh, San Francisco with Mike McDaniels. Mm -hmm. So uh, that was just, it was an interesting to see them do that a handful of times uh, for decent amount of success. Yeah, I agree, man. And uh, Miss Pam, so I was really impressed with the red zone stop. Yeah, multiple stops. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they were, yeah. and you know what, and, and watching the, the press conferences and all the defensive players, every one of them, they credit Nielsen with the attack and aggressive mentality, every single one of them, you know, and this is, like I said before, like if you've got the second and third, fourth level guys buying into this and really, really putting it on the field, then my God, I cannot wait to see the starters do their thing, man, because that's going to be really fun to watch. Um, you know, and, and D talked about how big Jerry Gray has been with him. We talked about earlier how big Gray might be an addition for, but like Gray, he said Gray has just been, good at reinforcing to him that dude you belong here like you right. know, you you you're a legitimate nfl player you have to believe in yourself and don't you know worry about the past and just go forward and everything so having that voice there for him too it's got to mean everything in the world for him or guy or anybody but especially a guy like him who's had to fight for everything he's had in this league oh yeah now uh like when they got into that red zone my uh instincts as a falcon fan was like at bare minimum, this is going to be a field goal. But if it was a field goal, I was going to be like, you know, jumping for joy because we held him to a field goal. Uh, but I was expecting a touchdown because, like, up to that point, like, and, I, you know, uh, they got better as the game went along. But up to that point, it, they'd kind of given, like, no, um, no real, like, pressure on the offense. Like, they just mm -hmm. kind of th – th that offense just kind of moved its way down the field. They got in the red zone and they really clamped down. And to see them, uh, not only especially on that first uh, drive, not only to stop them but to create a takeaway off that with Trey Flowers, uh, you know, get his hand in there, uh, that was super encouraging. And and I absolutely agree with what you said because I I even said this on the the stream uh, Friday, which is it's exciting to you know like you said, seeing the third fourth string guys, fifth string guys, guys that are not even they that are not going to make the team probably know they're not going to make the team, but they're still playing as hard as they can. 
they're still uh, playing with discipline because we even, you know, you even go into, especially on defense, you go into that fourth quarter uh, and we didn't have a lot of penalties. It didn't get super mm-hmm. sloppy once you got to the end of the game. Uh, offense, little did, but the, the defense really held its own and like, you know, bowed its back. And we didn't see a lot of sloppy play. We saw a lot of discipline, discipline play. We saw plays getting made, uh, you know, by DBs, by, you know, the, 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 the pressure from the defensive line really started to ramp up mid third, all the way through the fourth. And you started to see that again and again. And again. Uh, so I was excited for that because like you said, now let's see what we happens when we get the starters. Cause like in Arnold Ebiketti, I was surprised he was in there in the fourth quarter, but like you see him make that spin move and everybody's like, well, he did it on like uh, a guy who's going to be on the street in, you know, three weeks. But at the same time, he's also not playing with the guys that he's going to be playing with on opening day that will command uh, and get and give him chances more with those one on ones where he can use the spin moves and the other moves that he's got. And like all of that, you know, is I can't wait to see all of that come together. Hopefully we get a good preview of it this Friday. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know, you, you look at the biggest thing with us over the years um is obviously we've talked about it before the defensive depth what's so big about this now is when we do these rotations in and out those guys coming in it's it's not going to fall off a cliff like it has before you know when we have our second third guys coming in to spell our 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 ones there's still going to be a a damn competitive rep coming out of them you know no matter what the situation is so that's what's so you know people that downplay the preseason well that that's this is what it's for. It's what yep. we, we have to see what these guys that are because look, injuries are going to happen. You know, stuff's going to happen throughout that we don't want it to, but stuff's going to happen throughout the season where these guys are going to get significant playing time. So it's just good to know that, you know, hey, last year's guys that were starting are fighting to be our second and third now. I mean, you know, so I mean, you could put it like this last year, guys that started the majority of the season just got released. Yeah. I mean, straight up and down, like, he is no longer on the team. The, the the guy who led our team in tackles last year is still sitting at home. So, let, yes, like Arthur said it, and when he first said it, it really came off as like, you know, cliched or coach speak. But, you know, he said he wanted to make it hard to make this roster. And, you know, hard to make the 53. And they're they're showing it. And that's encouraging to me. Yeah, absolutely. Big time. Yeah, and what Jamal just said, he said Clark was back at practice today. Yeah, he did say that. Well, this is good news. So, I mean, yeah, I, I would, like Ark said, I would expect to see him in game two. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then Larry said Harrison was a grown man. That play he made in the backfield was nice. Yeah, yeah he al- he almost had that first one. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, just just was a little slow on the ramp. I mean, it, it was a bang-bang play. So, uh, But he almost uh, got that first one. But, yeah, then the second one, like, he was just – right by his guy it was awesome yeah exactly um all right so are we good with uh anything else from the game before we move on to nfc south y'all good i think yeah no i think well good. well, oh, well, well for, uh, so i know i know i got in here late so oh, uh, good Lord John. No, I, I know i got Let's in here go. late but 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 i do I, you know i wanted to hear your guys's thoughts on the the michael walker stuff uh this uh genda frank genda signing um, just like, I don't, I'm not expecting Frank Ginda 
coming in here and being like a no. force to be reckoned with. He was the USFL defensive player of the year. Hey, Four-time I mean, player of the week. 115 hey. tackles. 115. Come on. Sacks. He had, what, three or four sacks? Seven sacks. No, I think like seven. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. When me and, I mean, me and I, I did, like I said, I watched the highlight film, which, of course, you're going to see nothing but highlights. You're not going to see the bad plays. <laughs> you don't see, but, no, nobody watches a low-light film. Of course not. There's no low lights. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, he was shooting the gaps a lot, a lot of a lot of blitzes. Um, you know, he was decent in coverage. I think he had three picks. You know, coming off. So I mean, we we have no idea what, what he's going to be. You know, he could come in and he. All we know is from his tweet, uh, it's took a lot for him to get back to the to the NFL. So, you know, I expect him to to put everything he has into making the team. That's that's the only thing we can really is he's he's going to give 100 percent effort. We know that. It's just a matter of whether or not his talent level is enough to. And they've shown if you're if you're a smart guy and you can handle what's coming at you, then you know you may have a spot, you know. And well, Rosatine, like you talking about the Michael Walker thing. I was as we were talking, uh, I was reading through uh, Rosenthine's notes from the uh, unpadded practice today, and he commented on like Walker getting waived, and uh, he says Walker told him talking about Michael that he was still trying to get a handle on what his role would be and where he'd play on the defense. And he's and he knows that that's never a good sign. Yes, I'll say know, plus good. he played as a lot of uh you know veteran games. Uh so yeah that's that's the part where it didn't sound like he was grasping what they were wanting him to do. And what it sounded like to me is that they were and that's something I mentioned to John earlier and we'll move off this here instead of like rehashing the whole thing is, but it sounds like they're trying to find who the Caden Ellis of this defense is going to be. And what I mean by that is the, who's the, the first linebacker off the bench when we go to three linebacker looks, who's the one who I can send out into the flats or send at the quarterback. And, uh, you know, Walker apparently showing that, that that was too much for him or he just couldn't grab how many times did it looked like his feet got stuck in mud in that game. Like he just wasn't processing the stuff fast enough. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Mike Jones looked good. Uh, yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, he looked good. So maybe that's a role he could carve out. Maybe he can move up the depth chart. And then maybe this, uh, Ganada guy, if he's, you know, quick twitch and, and, you know, has the skill set, maybe he can come in and be that third, because like Chris says in the chat there, it says Ganada can cover the flats, so he's an upgrade. That's where we were getting killed, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, during the Miami game was the flats. Like, I don't know how that looks with Caden and Troy or with Richie out there, but, you know, if, if you're going three linebacker looks, then, like, you need somebody who can get out there to that flat area, to that hook area. Yeah, right. like I, I, I will say that the only thing that really surprised me was I, I was surprised that Michael Walker was released at this point. I kind of was expecting him to probably get released at uh, before the, the beginning of the season. I was just surprised that it happened now. Right, you, I, I, you, I kind of would have thought that they would have given him the next two games to try to. But again, we don't know how he's interacting with the coaches. You know, if he's. Like if he doesn't have the, like a go-getter kind of attitude with the coaches, you know, maybe the game was the like last straw kind of deal. Yeah. Like it could have been a thing where Nielsen came in and was like, uh, uh, I, I ain't just, no, <laughs> I don't want to see him yeah, no more. Yeah. Like, That's uh, very possible. 
Yeah, he may just have known that this is a situation that's not going to work. Yeah, this right. is just not going to work. There's no, there's no use no in prolonging it. it out. Exactly. And yeah. when I wish the best for him, you know, I mean, hopefully yeah. they can find a spot where he can fit in. Um, you know, but I mean, like yeah, he, will, said, he will probably show up in Dallas. That's what right. Paul Start said right. in chat. He's like, Walker's going to Dallas, probably. He can yeah, go join Dante yeah. out there. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's uh, he can go, uh, was it all gas, no brakes, baby? He can go that's out right. There and just <laughs> um, so that's yeah, physical. uh, He's right. So, uh, to put a nice little bow on the game, look, defense showed out. We loved it. Uh, you know, offense was, from what it was, was good. Got to, got to see Goblin do some things, which was great. Maybe get that running back four position. We'll see. Um, you know, Ryan Newsel was a nice, happy surprise at center. Yeah. You know, um, defense. Apparently, was apparently he was in with the ones today at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because Dolman. Dolman was banged up a little bit, there. and yeah. Hennessy still trying to come back. So, yeah, it was it was Noozle at a first team center with Godwin backing him up. Yeah, and uh, over overall, there was no bad injuries. There's a little soft yeah. tissue things. Yeah. That's good. So that's what you want from every preseason game is so everybody to come out healthy. So you know we can look forward to the starters getting in there against uh, against the Bengals this coming Friday. So it should be fun. But so moving on to the next topic, and Jamal said here. Panthers swear they got a good O-line. They have decent run blocking, not even elite run blocking O-line. Well, if y'all saw any of the, the game, the Panthers game, they had a little rough go of it when uh, Bryce was in there. That offensive line was getting tore, tore up from the Jets. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Bryce, and I've said it on the show, if y'all have watched the show before, um, Bryce is the guy who at Alabama would, and Jamal, if you're still here, man, would make me – just filled with anxiety because he would sit there in the pocket forever and guys flying by him. He's just chilling, relaxing. And then he'd find somebody open and he, you know, and he, he was amazing at it. His pocket presence was amazing. But I thought when he got out to the league, that's going to get his ass in trouble because he can't sit there and chill for that long. Cause you, these guys are not going to be, you're not half the time. Number one. And when they get to you, they're going to, they're going to hit you, dude. Like they're in, they, they know, I mean, especially his size, they're going to try to, they're going to try to hit you. I mean, he got there. He had he made a good read, made a good throw to Thielen. Uh, I think it was the second, or first or second play of the game. But he got smoked from behind, and Dude landed on him, and he got sacked. And you know, a few plays later, he got hit again. All those hits are going to add up over the time. Uh, so that offensive line, they got some figuring out to do there for sure. Um, mm-hmm. And Appar- think- apparently, they were missing their their uh, starting guard and. Uh, like there were a couple of guys like Zavala, I think, and Corbett were not there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know Corbett sounds like coming back from an ACL, so we'll see how how that even works out for him. Yeah, yeah there. Once he, once he gets into the rotation, this is great. I had to put this in there, Chris. That's not awesome, buddy. He said, "Make his mom's about to lose her craft room because her boy's moving back." Demolish the faster run the table in the division. I hope so, buddy. I hope so. That'd be and, nice. Uh, That'd be super nice to have it locked yeah. up by like mid season. That would be right. that would be so yeah. great. Joel said Mayfield out on the resume. I mean, the whole comment about if you don't want your quarterback hit, he sure enough did. That's been a damn lie. Uh Judge <laughs> the Great. What's up, buddy? Good to see you, dude. Um, let's see. I was, I was, I was oh, this is one thing. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it. Yeah. On, we talked about it on the stream. Like, I don't know what was going on, but yeah, get that fixed now, buddy, because we don't need that. I don't know, like, may, I, I put a comment on Twitter. Maybe Koo can switch to three now, and that will cut down on his shanks. Like yeah. from six to three, right? That should 
that should bring it. Man, I don't know. That, I mean, that's exactly yeah. how physics and uh, you right. Know, reality works. Stuff, yeah, it's tied to the jersey number, as I have been told, along with what visor the, color the fa- you use and the face masks, like all exactly. those things, like all factor the- into whether you're going to be a Hall of Fame player or not. You don't pick you know, the right face mask, you're never going to be a, uh, you're a bum. A you're good a bum. Pro. That's right. Yep. Yep. Kim Folk, what's up, buddy? Good to see you, dude. Um, Let's see. Uh, oh, yeah. I just saw Berto in here somewhere. Where'd he go? There we go. Berto, what's up, dude? It's all good, man. It's all what good. What's up, man? Appreciate uh, you, Anthony, man. Yeah, see you, man. The, um, like what I saw, I haven't watched the whole game, but what I saw of the, the Carolina Panthers offensive line, um, and people that are like, oh, well, you know, he took those hits and he bounced back up. You know, I mean, he's, he is not, uh, a guy that's going to run around uh, and make super crazy plays like potentially a Stroud or even somebody like a Lawrence uh, or, you know, even you know, the great Mahomes. Like he's not going to be that guy. He wants to sit back in that pocket. And, and at Alabama, he could do that because he had the offensive line to do it. And eventually he was going to find a guy open in the NFL they they better hope that O line comes together because if he keeps getting hit like he got hit today, yeah, that's that, that ain't gonna be no good for him. That's for sure. You know, um, Bucks just didn't look very good. Yeah, I'm sitting here um, looking at the uh, like stat line of the Bucks and like mundane Baker eight for nine, sixty three and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Woodford ten for seventeen, one hundred eleven and a touchdown, and then Kyle Trask six for ten, ninety nine and an interception. So. Didn't seem to yeah. be like lighting the world on fire there. No, nope. and I watched ninety-five percent of the Saints game. Really, I didn't see the last uh, bit of the fourth quarter. But um, look, the first first team offense looked great. They went right down the field, scored on KC on the first drive. I mean, Carr wasn't doing anything crazy. He was just kind of you know cross the middle, short throws, letting the playmakers do their thing. Kamara had a good couple of runs. <laughs> he typically does. Um, but then you know you bring in their second, third guys. All of a sudden. Casey starts coming back. Then Casey mm-hmm. takes the lead, you know, and like that's what Jay and I were talking about before you came on. Jonathan was, um, that's what we've been the the past. We've always when we talk about preseason games, it's like, well, starters look good, but then you know, right? Yeah, the, 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 the second, third, fourth guys come in, and you know, kind of all went to hell. That's kind of what happened today. Even though they came back and won, I think somebody even mentioned it that the Chiefs just literally threw the game away at the end. But I mean, <laughs> that's that's what. You know the wins and losses in preseason. That's kind of what it tells you. It tells you about your depth. It tells you, you know, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you know the best team won or whatever. It just whoever has a better depth typically comes out on top. Um, but <laughs> well, um, I, I, what, what I'll say about preseason, it depends on the team, right? Mm-hmm. It depends on where your your team and your organization is at. I mean, you look at the the Ravens and they've won what twenty four consecutive preseason games. Has that really? Uh, translated to anything. To, to, to anything like major, but yeah, exactly. they had the they 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 had the the MVP Lamar season, but they didn't really go anywhere in the playoffs. Uh, they've made the playoffs and had just haven't done anything there. Well, because like, now, but they but they've been in the playoffs. You know, they've been in contention. They've been relevant. That's good. But then you have other time other times where teams like uh, the year the the year that Peyton Manning first won his first Super Bowl, they went zero and four. Didn't look mm-hmm. that looked kind of horrible. The year I think it was 2012. You look at the Falcons, uh, like that very year. Like I don't think the the starting offense had a single touchdown the entire preseason. I'm not. Even, I don't 
know if we won any of those games. I can't remember. But I know that the everybody was so worried. They were like, oh, my God, the first – like Matt Ryan hasn't thrown a touchdown. The first team offense hasn't scored a touchdown the entire preseason. Come out game one. I think it was against the Chiefs. Uh, ended up throwing uh, – putting up like 40-something points on them in that game um, and like went that right down the field first drive of the game. Uh threw a touchdown to Roddy White, and we were off to the races. So, like, you just never know. But for this team right now, trying to get reinforcement for the the kind of culture they're trying to build, the kind of coaching they're trying to do, when you tell guys this is the right way forward, and then you go out and it translates on the field, it just reinforces that. And you need that reinforcement right now. The Falcons organization needs that. Oh, yeah. Chiefs coming off a Super Bowl win doesn't really matter. Everybody knows Andy Reid's good. Everybody knows his message is good. Same thing with Belichick. Same thing with with all these super successful coaches. Everybody knows they know what they're doing. Well, it's like right now, you're like, I'm I'm looking at this, this splash that just popped up on my Twitter. The Raiders beat the 49ers 34 to 7. Who, which which one of those organizations are you more concerned about? By the, the way, Raiders how, was the Trey, how was Trey Lance today? Anybody oh, see Trey Lance? Oh, that one I was I was wrong about. Okay. Oh my God, that he looks broken in every yeah, poor guy, man. Every way possible, he just does not look comfortable, like at all. And I wouldn't be surprised one bit if he gets cut. Like. Yeah, I would imagine Darnell has that has that backup job. I mean, just based on what we saw along, but today. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, Jay Black, what's up, man? But yeah, like ain't nobody worried about the 49ers. So, right. you know, it's it's yeah. preseason is fun, but you have to view it in the correct context. Yep. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, you know, nothing really change. I mean, nothing should change like y'all were just talking about with pre as far as looking at the outcome or the out what you think the outcome is going to be for the regular season. I kind of thought originally it's going to be between us and the saints. Nothing really changed over the weekend. I still think it's going to be between us and the saints. It kind of depends on, obviously we know quarterback play is a huge part of it. Yep. Um, you know, if my buddy or actually our buddy, Darren, who does fat boy fadeaway, um, he's a huge Raiders fan. I text him during the game. I said, dude, I said, you know, you, your defensive line is getting after these twos on the, you know, on the, on the uh, 49ers. And he was talking with somebody else about, um, about Carr and, and the Saints because you know he didn't like Carr at all with the Raiders and he said don't worry he's like Carr only does good when it doesn't mean anything <laughs> so, oh, <no. laughs> so uh, you know it was it was obviously funny for us as Falcons fans but I mean you know that's what we hope right is that Carr right. you know lights come on and they're too bright and you know uh, but look he's got some he's got some weapons down there to use uh, there's no doubt about that um, yeah. you know I did see though this was interesting actually I wanted to bring it up um, they did say and this was per uh, Ari Miroff on Twitter, uh, Dennis Allen said Kendra Miller suffered a knee sprain during today's preseason game. Oh, uh, yeah. and that's not and good. He's undergoing additional testing and imaging for further evaluation. So this is a guy who's already had knee problems in the past at and TCU. Now, now it popping up again. That sucks. Popping up again. I, that suck. Um, and I, I, hate, I hate that for the guy. Yeah, you, you yeah, know, yeah. even if, even even though it's a, a rival, you don't want to see anybody you know hurting their career go to crap. But when you're, when you're missing Kamara for was it four games? Has he got? Three, I think. Three games, three games. Yeah. You know, so it's going to be, you know, that, that was your guy. You, you kind of brought in to replace him. So it'd be, be nice guy up type of thing there. But, 
either way, like I said, I mean, it's going to come down, I think, between us. Um, I don't see the Bucks doing a whole lot. I mean, they're uh, an aging team that, you know, Baker's good some days. Some days he looks like he's never played football before. And then, you know. You don't know what you got necessarily in Kyle Trask. You could make an argument that they're in the same boat that we're in with Ritter. Even right. though I would argue that Ritter was a better, like showed better in college than Trask well, did, sure. yeah. but uh, you don't know what you got in Trask, and we know what Baker is. Mm-hmm. Like, if Baker was a quality quarterback, he wouldn't have been on as many teams as he's on. So no. that tells you right there. Even with being out there with McVay, you know mm-hmm. they didn't keep him. So yeah, um, yeah, it's it's not a not not something I'm necessarily worried about. Yep. Nope. Uh, Good, Jonathan. Yeah, it's – I'll be completely honest. I remember when they, they drafted Trask, I was like <laughs> – Like, that – like, it never made sense when they drafted him in the first place. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, I imagine they're looking to unofficially – obviously, the coach is probably not thinking this way, but they got to be looking at, like – what can we do to make sure we get a Caleb Williams? <laughs> you know, what can we? What, let's make sure that we're in a position to do that. Whether that's we got to give up a bunch of picks, whether that's hope, you know, whether you know maybe we luck into a really bad record and we can get we get up there naturally. Mm-hmm. But they've got to be thinking we we need one of those guys. Yeah, yeah, and with Carolina, I mean. You know, like I said, I mean, you got to – I know Bryce is an amazing quarterback, but, you know, he's going to have some some learning to do uh, this early in the season and for the entire year. And I'm still not sold on Frank Reich as a head coach um, anyway. So, I mean, you know, like I said, they, you never know. You can't tell, you know, what's going to happen when the season gets going. There's a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of variables that come into play. But as of now, I just see it as a two-horse race as between us and the Saints. But um, – yeah. Never know. I mean, I, crazier things have happened, but um, yeah. Hopefully, we go four and zero and start the season, and Mike and I are shaving, and we have the mustache. And y'all uh, have so mustaches. That's, that's, that's what we're. <laughs> so oh. yeah, that's that's what we're so we're so we're planning at least. But um, yeah, well, guys, I, we're getting it all right. Go ahead, Jonathan. We're gonna we're gonna close it down here pretty soon. But go ahead, buddy. Like, I I need to sit down and watch the Panthers and the uh, Bucks. Yeah, you know, I, I want to see because I really want to see. I, I remember probably do the same thing with the. Uh, I did get a chance to watch some of the, some like more of the uh, uh, Saints game today, mm-hmm. but I didn't get a chance to watch the whole thing. But I'm gonna sit down and watch those because I really want to get an idea of like where they're at. Uh, but I, I do agree with you. Um, I just I hope that Bryce can just make it through the season. That's what I'm hoping for. I would like to see him be able to make because I don't want I don't wish uh, you know uh, I ain't wish that ill will nobody I, no, like, no, no. I want him to flame out but I just wanted to flame out because he didn't figure it out not because he exactly. got <laughs> like his leg removed from his like hip I don't or I don't you know what I'm saying yeah I don't want him to I don't, I don't want to see him uh, basically get RG three no I don't want to uh, see him get RG three so yeah yeah you know. like Ark said like 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 a Geno or something like that. Right, yeah, like yeah, yeah, right. Just, I, you you can be a career journeyman, like yeah, I'm, that's fine. Uh, exactly. I, I would love for Carolina to to keep grasping at straws trying to find a franchise QB. You know, mm-hmm. just makes it easier on us. 
Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, well, guys, like I said, man, that's that's pretty much. I just wanted to go through the game and kind of, like I said, we'll look toward next week here coming up on uh, <laughs> on Wednesday. Uh, well, guys, we'll be joining one time for the fan on Wednesday night uh, at eight o'clock, as far as I know, as long as uh, nothing changes. So you can you can catch us uh, there on our channel. We're going to simulcast it on our channel and on uh, one time for the fan. So make sure y'all nice. have subbed up to both yes. channels. Yeah, they yeah, good guys over there, and uh, Chase and well, Jack. Bodie, you don't know if Chase will be there or not. He's new father, so you know could be on daddy duty. Who knows? Um, and then uh, Kiera, of course, there too. So, um, but it'll be a good time on Wednesday. And then I don't know if we're going to have a show Thursday or not, just because we're doing the show on Wednesday with them guys, with those mm-hmm. guys. So uh, we may forego the show Thursday. But tomorrow night, uh, Mike and I, hopefully Mike will be better. We'll be on with Alberto on ninety five North Sports Falcons Talk Show to uh, basically look at the NFC and, and it's then uh, just totality so we'll look at each division kind of go through who we pick our division winners and talk about of course how it relates to our falcons and everything so it'll be a great time hanging out with Berto doing that that'll be 7 30 tomorrow same thing we'll be streaming it on our channel and it'll be on Berto's channel as well um guys before we go man make sure y'all plug each yourselves and where they everybody can find <laughs> you appreciate you jamal uh you can follow me on twitter i'm at grim 1128 that's g-r-i-m-m-1128 and obviously you can uh check out the pound for pound atl on youtube where we will be live on tuesday and potentially uh live streaming the game on friday uh like we did this past friday uh so we'll we'll see how that shakes out but uh but yeah grim 1128 jonathan at Jonathan M. Holder, come by, say hi, and yeah, just uh, if you want to, you want to, you know, listen in to a couple of guys who uh, think they know something about football and just put it out there on the internet. Tuesday well. seven, Tuesday seven p.m.s. Come on by, and uh, you know, even if you're a Saints fan, although we had to kick that one guy out, yes, but, that one dude, uh, that but, one dude, he was, but, but, he was running his mouth, but, but. just a little bit, but. Uh, and, but, uh, yeah, Saints fans, Panthers fans, Dolphins fans, man, come, come by, y'all come by and say hi. For and for all those who are interested in care, uh, Toby should be back on Tuesday with us as well. Uh, yeah, so totally. breaking down the breaking down the game. So if you want his opinion, come by and check it out. Uh, yeah, man, yeah, yeah y'all. I, I try not to miss any of y'all's lives, man. I try to catch everyone that I can. Um, sometimes I'm I'm in between. I'm either working out or um, you know I'm we're still working or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but nothing's. Only a few times, I think it was last year, have y'all scared me during the during the stream or something's been said and I've had to like drop a dumbbell or something like that. But, <laughs> but, uh, you go messing around and be like, watch out, John. I'm going to break a foot or something pretty soon. But uh, oh. no, man. But no, uh, yeah. So if y'all are doing the stream on Friday, I may or may not be joining y'all for a right. quarter or two in the stream. You're, you are more than welcome. But, if, you, uh, you know, if, if you feel like jumping on, just uh, hit Just one of us up and we'll and we'll get you we'll get you, get a, you a link. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, again, thank you all for coming through tonight in the clutch. Uh, literally, look at in that. the clutch. Look, look, look how I just <laughs> that for in the clutch. See, studio. look. I mean, it's like synergy, my man. It, it is. Mean it is. To. I mean, I'm getting a hold of it. I'm getting like you know this hosting thing's coming around. Getting, <laughs> there it is. I'm getting, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But no, we appreciate you guys for checking us out tonight. Like I said on a Sunday, uh, going forward, um, you know. Mike and I try to do the recap shows on Sunday if possible, but uh, my kids' baseball starts up here in about a week or two, Ooh, so that's going to be either. a whole other animal. Yeah, so um, I may <laughs> it may be some Sundays, it may be some Mondays, it may be some Tuesdays. I don't really know. Uh, either way, we're trying not we don't 
try to overlap with pound for pound. We don't try to overlap with other shows. So we try to keep separate so y'all can watch each show live if you want to. Uh, and, you know, because I know that's, I mean, I personally don't want to do the same time as you guys. I like to watch you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like I said, make sure y'all subscribe to pound for pound. Follow these guys yeah. on Twitter. Um, and if you haven't subscribed to us yet, now is a great time because we're yeah. going to have a hell of a good time this year, man. I think we're going to have a fun, yeah. fun season uh, to talk a lot of things, to talk about a lot of things to go over. Uh, we'll keep doing our preview shows on Thursday, uh, again, except for maybe this week, just because we're doing the simulcast with one time for the fan. Uh, other than that, it'll be on Thursdays. Um, and if you're listening, like I said, you can drop us a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify. Much appreciate that. Helps us uh, grow on those platforms. Uh, you can email us at atlfalconfancast at gmail.com if you just don't, if you're if you want to tweet us something and it's too long, you don't want to do send multiple tweets, feel free to email us and we'll share it on the show as well. Um, but that's it, guys, man. And uh, again, in the clutch.com, use, use code variety sports, get 10% off your purchase and check out stuff there. Guys, again, we appreciate y'all uh, for joining us and we will see y'all on Tuesday night. See you guys Tuesday night at seven. That's right. And then. See, we'll see. I'll, Mike and I will see y'all tomorrow night on Monday, and then again on Wednesday. So, look, y'all got Falcon stuff every day of the week. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And then Monday also, then we, have, uh, then we got to meet up on Saturday and talk about oh, and hire. Thank you for reminding me that. Thank you. For, okay. So, so y'all, y'all around that area. Uh, yeah. Thanks for reminding me. So we yeah, the, you can actually come by and uh, you know shake hands and drink a beer and eat some wings and have some good times. Right. That's right. That was, uh, it was funny, man. Uh, somebody had sent us an email and asked us on a few shows ago, like, Hey, is it something similar to what AFN and like mad Mike sports did? And we were like, no dude, they did like a full, like uh, amazing event. They had Pastor Troy out there and, you oh, know, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. Like, it was a complete, and Mike, Mike was like, no, man, if you want some cheese sticks, you would have a beer. Like, come on. out, Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. We, we're not taking so, over taco Mac. We're, no, we're, no, no, we're no, we no, are, no, we are no, hanging no, out AFN, in they, the they corner of the like, yeah, kick ass event. You know, we're just we got to We got, but we do have the we do have the patio to ourselves, which is kind right. of cool. Yeah, exactly. So, so come um, over, like, like, yeah, hang out. This is just <laughs> a, a chance for everybody to just meet in person, and say hello. That's it. Absolutely. Yeah, us, uh, pound for pound. Uh, I, don't, I should have had the flyer ready, but that's my. Bad. That's all. That's all uh, good. Big Big Low, Uncle Steve, uh, Smitty, Ronnie. Uh, uh, oh yeah, sorry, Fleet. Ronnie from uh, New Millennium Falcon. Yep. So yeah, we'll all be out there and uh, Mike will be there. Hopefully, hopefully. Um, if he's feeling better, yeah, he'll be there. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Have some beers and have some fun, talk some Falcons or whatever you guys want to do. So, but that's it guys. So y'all have a great night and uh, we will catch y'all. We'll see you tomorrow night on 95 North Falcons talk show and on our channel. Y'all have a great Sunday night. Have a great Monday. Start to your week. Peace. Peace. Y'all later. <laughs>